Welcome back to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell. Today we're talking about confidence in parenting, feeling confident, and then the other side of that, what doesn't it feel like to feel confident in our parenting? And then ideas about how we can actually begin to feel more confident about the type of parent we are. Okay, so oftentimes, right, we don't really think about our parenting until we're in the thick of it. And by that time, we might be feeling stressed, we might be feeling pressure um, uh, all over the place, uncertain about things, angry, we get triggered, right? There's a lot of stuff that shows up in those moments. When it comes to confident parenting, I feel, and oftentimes this happens during the challenge, I feel like what helps us feel like confident parents are really three things. The first thing is knowing my why. If I'm a parent and I know why I'm doing something, why I expect something, right? Why I'm holding you accountable, what the consequences are. If I'm clear and I know this, and that's really a good foundation to come from, then I'm secure in my I guess I'll call it a position, okay? I'm secure in my, in the place, in the parenting place. So if you know your why and you're sure about that, then you're probably, number two is feeling proud. You're probably feeling proud of the way that you handle yourself because you've already taken time to understand your intention behind what it is that you do as a parent. So the first one is knowing your why. The second one is feeling proud. Feeling proud of the way you handle yourself during tense moments, especially because your kids are watching you intently. They remember everything you say. They remember the intonations of your voice. They're watching your facial expressions and it, it's a big moment for them. If you don't feel proud of the way that you handle yourself during tense moments or just in general, right? If you feel like you're getting in the sandbox with your child, there are too many power struggles going on, then it's time to sit down with yourself and ask yourself, why don't I feel good, right? Why am I not proud of myself? Why is it that I'm blowing up? Why am I losing it? And because if you actually take a moment and sit with yourself and try to understand this, you can begin to change that next time. But in order for us to change it, we have to become aware of it and have a conversation with ourselves. So that's number two, feeling proud. Number three, communicating clearly and directly about your expectations. So it just hasn't, it doesn't have to be only with consequences. Being a clear communicator is very important, okay? Most of us have not learned clear communication because it's not always comfortable to ask for what I want and to lay down, you know, in a confident way what it is that we expect. We're worried about making people uncomfortable. We don't wanna come off being a certain way whatever it is, but it is important to be a clear communicator. Oftentimes we think we're communicating in a clear, concise way 
Yet, if you ask the other person who may have been in conversation with you or is in a relationship with you, they may actually say they're not exactly sure, right? They may not receive you the way that you think you're presenting yourself. So it is important to make sure that, and you can even ask your child, are we, you know, do you feel like you're clear? Can you tell me what you think you just heard from me? You know, um, that way there are no guessing games and everybody has an opportunity in that moment to get clear. So that's confident parenting. Now we're moving into unconfident or inconfident parenting during the conflict, the challenge. So if I'm a parent and I'm, I'm gonna call it wishy-washy, right? I'm all over the place. I'm shooting from the hip. We have a conflict at hand. I'm triggered. It's five o'clock in the evening, trying to get dinner. Maybe I just came home from work. I'm stressed out, whatever it is. And now I feel like I'm up against the wall. I'm all over the place. And our kids sense our wishy-washiness. They sense it. And if you have a child, like many of us do, you're going to have that one child that keeps coming around again because what you told them isn't good enough for them, right? Or if they know that they got their way last time by pushing you and pushing you and pushing you and you caved, right? You gave in, then that is the perfect moment for a kid, right? To be able to capitalize on what they want to get out of the situation, whatever it may be. So um, for the kids who are looking for an open door, when you're wishy-washy, you need to take a look at that one. So, and if you come from a foundation of knowing, right, your why, you won't be wishy-washy. And that's why this is important. So you can be more grounded in your parenting, more of a leader, okay? Um, a loving leader. So that's the first one, wishy-washy. The second one is, Sometimes we can fall into unhealthy patterns for ourselves and our child, especially if there is a child that wants a different answer than what they're receiving. They may be a very strong personality and they may not be satisfied easily. We can start to have a situation where a child begins to have too much power in the family if they feel like they can, I guess I'll use the word dominate, don't love it, but you guys know what I mean when I use that. Their energy can get bigger and so they're always um, looking to get their way and they become very powerful in the family. And in order for oftentimes the parents to be relieved of feeling the uncomfortableness of that presence, they will give in. So it's important to be aware of that. That I would call is an unhealthy pattern because then we have a real imbalance. Who's in charge here? You know, who's leading our family? Um, so that's number two. Number three, not being or feeling on the same page as our spouse. And our kids know this, right? So it is important. I try to help um, my parents realize that it is important to be uh, together, right? Now, if we can't, and we're not always going to be together, and oftentimes I hear most couples aren't on the same page with saying things, we're going to have a few of those areas where we don't always agree. 
That's fine. Great. Um, you know, that's great for diversity. But when it comes to coming up with a solution, what I recommend couples do is go back to the place where you can agree. What do you both agree on relating to the situation? And then you start building from that place. Okay. So you go back to what you can agree on, and then you start moving forward together. Um, because it is important that in front of the kids, you are united. You know, it's kind of like uh, the president and the first lady. Behind closed doors, they not, might not be on the same page, but it's important for them to show the world that they are united and on the same page. And it is really important for our kids to not have that monkey in the middle, I guess I'll call it, where I know that I felt like this, you know, you go to this parent and they throw it over to the other parent. Oh, don't ask me, go ask that one. Oh, don't ask me, go ask that one. There's this really unhealthy dynamic and game that starts to be played where the child becomes in the middle and it's, it's really up to the parent to take charge and say, I'm not sure about that. Let me go talk to mom or dad, right? So um, number three is getting on the same page as your spouse. Um, because of that very reason, we don't want our kids to feel like they're in the middle. Okay, so what can we do during less confident moments? First and foremost, take time to reevaluate, okay? Every great CEO knows that making decisions from an ungrounded place will have faulty results. The same is for you and your family. So what I often tell parents, I tell them two things. First thing is, if you don't have the answer, it's really okay to say, I need more time. I need a time out. You know, maybe you need more time to make a decision or you need to get more clear. I mean, that's part of decision-making. It is really powerful to be able to say what you need. If it's more time, great. And you know what? It's good to show our kids that we don't succumb to pressure of the moment, that we can actually collect ourselves um, and let them know clearly that I need more time to think about this. Why don't we talk tomorrow? You know, whatever, set up another time to talk. Um, so it is great to show our kids that we're coming from a more emotionally balanced place and they will respect this. And remember, our kids are learning how to be parents from watching us, from hearing us. Um, it is really powerful. So that's one thing that we can do is take time to reevaluate. Let your kids know, I need more time. I'm not sure, I need more time. Number two, schedule another meeting time for your follow through, okay? It's important to follow through with kids. Um, if, if you're a parent who might, you know, make promises or say you're gonna do this and you never do, your child will become, over a period of time, resentful, disrespectful because you're saying something, but you're not backing it up. Okay. It's, it's the same as us being in a love relationship or well, any kind of love relationship, family, um, romantic, and our partner keeps saying they're going to do something, 
but they never really follow through. So we know what that feels like. And that can also lead us to feeling resentful, angry, frustrated. It is the same for your child. Number three, sit down with yourself and ask your why question. What is my intention, right? So if you have that moment that's less confident, you've got to make sure that you make the time to sit down with yourself. It's really important. If, if you want things to change, right? Um, and I guess I'll throw out a few other ideas. So one thing too, that's really powerful that parents can feel relieved by, and it will help you feel more confident is sometimes our kids ask us things and we don't have the answer. We're not quite sure, right? Well, guess what? It's okay that we don't have the answers all the time. I don't know where we uh, bought into the fact that parents have to know everything because it's baloney. And I'll be honest, I think sometimes my parents made things up just to make it look like they knew because they didn't want to feel bad about not knowing. But you know what? We're people. And, you know, if you've listened to any of my podcasts, I've told you this before. I've told some of my kids, I make it sound like I have like 10 kids. Um, I've told one of my children, or maybe I've told all three of them, not sure, that I'm learning. I'm learning with you guys. I'm growing too. And I have never um, been growing children at age seven or age 12 or age 21 or 30, whatever it is, right? So I don't always have the answers. And that's how life is, right? We move through life, we gain the wisdom, and then hopefully we're a lot more wise as we go. So it's okay to tell our kids, I'm not really sure, need to think about it, right? It's kind of like, I need more time. I'm not really sure. And you might take time and you might go back to your family meeting and you might say, okay, I don't have the answer here because I haven't been through this before, but here's my idea and this is what we're going to do. If we don't have the answer, it's okay to say, I'm kind of taking a chance here. Let's try this, you know, what do you think about that? You know, or I, I like to ask my kids, how do you see that? How would you do that? Right. And that opens it up and it gives them an opportunity and they feel valued, appreciated. They feel like I respect them, their opinion and that it matters. Right. So look how me not knowing, having the answer or needing more time can actually open things up for a real positive in my family. And all of this comes down to, you know, being communicative, being clear about what it is that I'm, that I'm feeling, what I'm experiencing, what I expect, right? Um, so I'm going to leave it here. This was a quick one today, but I just feel like this, hopefully this will help you parents out there. Hopefully you can walk away with one nugget from this podcast, okay? All right, everybody. I look forward to talking to you soon. Have a wonderful week. Thanks so much.